0: Locked by Intelligent, and has Snyder, Snyder
1: merhaba and welcome to episode 8 of the lion's den a galatasaray podcast done by the community for the community from all around the universe i'm your host samet and we've gathered here today from new york america chief editor mobster always late and gamer Emre. how are you liking elden ring bro
2: loving it it's a little brutal but uh you know making it work
1: you're used to it, yeah. You're used to the yes, Dark sir. Souls series.
2: I'm used to, you know, supporting I so it's 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 nothing new. It's
3: the same thing, right?
1: The brutal. From Cheeseland, the Netherlands. Historian Saleh. <laughs> Tell us again every week a new fact. Come on.
3: Okay. Uh, not as special as last time, but a fact I found out. Dragonflies have six legs. But they cannot walk, in case you didn't know. So they're only for landing <laughs> and, I guess, getting off again. Also, another thing I saw is they actually can't sting. I don't know if I was the only one, but I always thought that, you know, dragonflies could sting you and the- it would hurt really bad, but they don't do that, actually. They bite you instead.
1: I don't know. They're hot. I don't know huge. which is worse. They're huge and scary <laughs> as mean, fuck bro th-
3: that is true that's why when i when i'm like abroad and i see those things i get i get really scared but apparently i mean they only bite you and that's only if they are really close and feel threatened you know they're not like wasps mm. or whatever so <laughs> okay.
1: okay well uh, we don't have um mazar from melbourne australia he's out with his kangaroos drinking so he couldn't join us and uh Yasin was just too afraid to face me today so he's not joining us as well. And uh, with that said, I've been saving the last four best. Yeah, I did not forget from Toronto, Canada, Coach John. Everyone, big applause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, know, yeah.
4: you know, after the abuse I went through on uh, episode six, I think it was, I had to take a break. You know, last episode I took a little break, but I'm back now. So let's do it. We're in good spirits now. Let's Let's go
3: all Safe and sound, no car crashes, nothing,
4: <laughs> nothing. I no comment.
3: Okay,
1: oh, maybe on a side note, uh, Yasin is currently in Turkey, he's been to the Trabzonspor game and also the Giresun game against Gusteppe. So, what I said last episode, it's basically confirmed this guy's not a Galatasaray supporter, <laughs> he's so, been transferred. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sh- I've been trying to sell him to um, other podcasts, but they don't seem to want him, so. <laughs> 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 Oof. All right. For our listeners, today's podcast menu, as usual, will cover the recent news. We'll quickly go through it and we'll mainly focus on the UEFA draw, as you all might know. Uh, we'll discuss today's Rizzi Sport performance and ahead of next week's game, Against Konyaspor, we will give our predictions as usual. So, my wonderful Lions. The recent news. I'll quickly go through it and then uh, you can pick out which one you want to discuss. Um, Burak Elmas has made some announcements this week uh, about how much fees every manager has gotten paid. I'll not dwell too much about it. You can go on Twitter and have a look. Small updates linked with last episode is also uh, Murat Sanjak. We said before, Adana Demir president. He made another statement, which is interesting. He basically said, I gave Yunus Akte- Akün two slaps and said, what's wrong? Are you playing as a scaredy chicken because Fatih Terim is watching you? After that, he went on and played well. Very strange statement. Still no fine from TFF or anything to this guy. Also, what we said last episode, BitGet global deal. A new sponsor has been officially announced this time. Last time it wasn't fully known yet. Still don't know how much we're getting. That's an unknown factor. We did see them today uh, in our shirts, on the shorts to be specific. And a few rumors. Uh, We said last time Sampdoria was interested in Chickalaw. Now we know it's 10 million. Obviously, it's still a rumor, but yeah. Apparently also Emre Kulunch has been receiving interest from clubs like Getafe, Mallorca and Clermont. And then finally, the most important news out of all, the UEFA draw on the 25th of February where we could link up, match up with the unseeded opponents, which was Atalanta, Barcelona, Real Betis, Braga, Leipzig, Porto, Rangers or Sevilla. And guess who we drew, guys? Well, you all know so. Barcelona.
2: We drew our four exactly. Surprise,
1: surprise! The toughest one. That's your second team, right, Emre? Yes, sir. So maybe going from there, like, what do you think of that?
2: Uh, it's gonna be a tough game. They're actually catching form under Xavi. I don't know. It's the most difficult draw we could possibly
3: gotten out of out of that. But you know, you never know what goal said. I that is true. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, they've indeed been picking up form. I think when Xavi just took over, uh, just like our guy, so I have some hopes for better results and like this form to continue, but when Xavi just took over, I think he had like two free losses, one of which was in the Copa del Rey. But after that, I, I don't think he actually really lost the game. I think he did draw like one or two times, but he's only been taking wins. And with the recent transfers of... Uh, I believe Adama Traore and Aubameyang—they've been doing pretty well. Also, Ferran I mean, Torres. Uh, Ferran the Torres front three's well.
2: completely changed. Like True. front three is n- is like not reminiscent of anything before.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: However, from what I read, though Ferran Torres seems to be at least as of now not as clinical. He seems to miss quite some chances. But mm-hmm. y- you'll 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 definitely see that when they play against us, he'll suddenly bang all those goals in that he's missing now. So. Uh, yeah well, we don't know i mean maybe both you and emre who
1: would you have liked to drawn from those opponents
2: honestly i was actually hoping we'd get barcelona because who else better to go out to you know like if you win eh, it's like a big big deal right but if you lose it's not so much of a big deal if you lose because it's at the end of the day barcelona yeah, yeah, I
4: was hoping the same same exact thing. Like, the thing with that is, uh, first of all, for Barcelona, I think, well, for me at least, I knew it was a matter of time before they started uh, catching fire with Xavi. I, I knew that was going to happen. Like, who's better mm-hmm. to have at the helm than, you know, who knows Barcelona better than Xavi, you know? So I I knew they were going to start playing good football eventually. But the thing is with, with this tie is that um, I, I want to know if... Dominic Torrent has the key to unlock Barcelona or not? You know, does he have a couple trick, tricks up his sleeve um, for Barcelona since he knows them so well? And um, I'm excited to see that. Uh, who knows, man? Maybe there will be a surprise. Of course, it's probably the hardest draw. I wanted that as well. Like Emre said, if we're going to go out, I'd rather it to be be against Barcelona. And, uh, you know, let's, let's see what we can do. We're playing against a giant here, right? Let's see what we can mm-hmm. do. Maybe we can uh, surprise surprise a few people, but uh, I don't know, let's see what uh, Torrent has in his back pocket, you know?
3: We say that Barca's the hardest, and I mean, it is true, but, like, let's also not kid ourselves, like, Rangers are also pretty good. We saw what they did against Dortmund, uh, of all teams. I think, if you would have to choose a weaker one, I guess you would go with, like, Braga, but still, I think they still could do a job, and uh, as for myself, I also would have liked to see Barcelona, as crazy as it may sound, because... It's still a European cup tie, you know. We could indeed have something up on our sleeves and try to surprise them. And if we do win, it will be like, obviously it's the Europa League, but it will be like one of those uh, matches we had against Real Madrid, right? Where we won at home. Yeah, famous, right. I mean famous We'll, we'll never forget it, basically. We'll never yeah. forget it. If I can add to that, one
2: other reason that I like our Barcelona draw is that remember in our Europa League stand, like picture, we had a lot of, you know, better teams than us. And Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why we did so well is because we played more control and more the counter, right? Because they gave us openings in the back, and we kind of utilized that. If -hmm. we got Braga, for example, they would probably do the opposite against us, and that's where we have issues opening up teams. So I think Mm -hmm. this is a good opportunity for Torrent to showcase his football.
3: Now, what I want to say is... Actually, I didn't think about it as much, but it is true because from... But also remember, Barcelona play with PK and Garcia. And I've seen Garcia a few times. He doesn't seem that. He seemed to be kind of out of position quite often. So if we could take advantage of those pockets, then yeah, if we hit him on the counter, just like how we did against the other teams, we could actually have a chance. But we'll see. Yeah. We're, we're very hopeful. We're fans, obviously. Bit mm-hmm. delusional at times, but that's part of it, right? But I, I do have hope,
1: even though it's Barcelona. For, for me. I was really hoping for Braga, especially seeing how they really struggled against Sheriff. And thinking about that, I was like, okay, that's probably one of the only teams in this group stage that we could actually do something with.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. That was my initial thought. Mm -hmm. But after having drawn Barcelona, I'd say I agree with Emre on his points that, yeah, if we're going to lose... I'd rather lose to Barcelona than to Rangers because we lose against Rangers as well. And mm-hmm. for Barcelona, we have something. We have Torrent who's been there for 12 years and knows how they play their game. And that's basically my last resort of hope that I have mm-hmm. for the game against Barcelona. And, and to, to be clear, uh, I'm talking about the away game. In Istanbul, in our own stadium, with our own fans, we can beat anyone. I- I'm guaranteed, like 100% sure that the aspect of fans makes such a big difference. And I've been there. I've seen it like firsthand when I was at the Marsilla game against Marseille. Mm-hmm. Günduzi, Gündüz, how I <laughs> call him. Every time he touched the ball, like my ear Wenduzi. canals. <laughs> yeah. Basically, he couldn't play that game. And the stadium had such a big big effect uh, on that. And Mm -hmm. to come back on what Emre said about um, counter them, like we did in European games, I don't know if Torrent can do that. I I haven't seen... I mean, I don't have the trust yet with Torrent to see if we're going to win or not, because, yeah, I don't know. That's simple as that.
4: I think uh, uh-huh. as well, uh, like, think about it as well. The first match, we're away, right? If we can go to Spain and come back to Istanbul with a draw, imagine that, like a 1-1 or or 0-0 draw. That would be massive. And like exactly what Samet just said, anything can happen in Istanbul, anything. It doesn't matter who we're playing against, what the scenario is. It's a different ball game when we're at home. Everyone knows that. That's our strength, right? So if we can go to Spain and come back with a draw, that would be incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I just hope it's not over in the first, uh, first leg with 4, 5, mm-hmm. 6, nothing. That becomes really difficult. But uh, if we go there, defend a little, and we play a bit, of, bit more of a cautious match, I think it's possible we get it done and go to the next round. But I think that's the only way we can do it. We, we really have to be careful in that first leg. Yep.
1: It's going to be, uh, it's going to be both. For Xavi and for Torrent, their first European game.
0: Right.
1: Mm -hmm. Is it
3: the first European game? Didn't Xavi play in Champions League? Oh, okay. I thought he actually did. Anyway, Mm -mm. the thing is, (laughs) okay, let's say we do beat Barca, which is really great. Then we have another very tough opponent in West Ham or Sevilla. Sevilla being basically Europa League Kings and West Ham well, being an English physical team. So it'll, 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 it will be fun. I, I, I did hope that, let's say we did have Barca, that our next opponent would have been something like a Red Star or a Braga, whatever. That would have been... That would at least feel better, but yeah. Yeah, Anyway,
1: good money from uh, Europe, right? Hard-needed <laughs> money.
3: That's true, Stivia. that's
2: true. Oh, man, it's the VIA Cup. This is what we're playing for, basically. You beat Via, the Cup is yours.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, beating an Elden Ring boss, right? <laughs> no, yep.
1: <laughs> I hate Sevilla ever since I was here in Amsterdam uh, at the Ajax game against Sevilla and they played such anti football. Since then, I hate him. I think they changed that up now with their new manager, but just such a shit team in general.
2: He's almost still mad. Yeah. yeah.
1: I forgot what I wanted to ask you guys about UEFA
3: or. Oh, just uh, there
1: was. Yeah, no, there was some recent news I forgot to mention, is that they're selling the broadcast rights for the Super League game, and apparently like six years ago, something we got like 500 million US dollars, and now the bidding was like around 150-200 million dollars, which is really bad for the league as well, so we're gonna see what happens. The alternative is like a Sarang Group media, which is like a Fenerle media that can... Naked as well, so it's gonna be interesting what comes out of that as well. I don't know if you guys saw that.
2: Yeah, I saw that. I, I even saw news about TFF um, president asking for all the teams to make sacrifices, not get a uh, you know yearly bonus from the broadcast rights to entice people to pay more. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't know if that'll work, but I agree that the the rights they're paying really. I mean. It kind of makes sense, right? Turkish League is really bare bones. Like, 50% of the Turkish population is probably using IPTV anyway, which is like a tenth of the price. IPTV, what's that? <laughs> I
1: have no Man, clue what that? you're talking about.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all I have, you know, buy. being we have all being subscriptions here, you know?
4: Yeah, yeah. Digiturk, bro.
1: Like uh, 100 euros a year.
4: I would never betray Digiturk ever. <laughs> yeah
1: did you have uh, any other points against Barca I mean we're gonna have Peña Torrent all Barca students Uh, basically against them I think we
2: covered it it's kind of crazy that the last time Barca was here was what like almost 20 years ago
1: yeah it's been a while we've waited long for Messi to go and then finally
2: (laughs) of course he's (laughs) not here when they come
1: exactly Exactly. No, I heard that was the situation Messi just didn't want to play against us. He was too afraid. So makes sense. Yeah. once he left, it was all right. Yeah. yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, that makes sense. Of course it makes sense. <laughs> do you want to check the predictions that we had and, and go towards the Rizia Sport performance? Let's do it. Okay. So I'm opening up the sheet that we had. I said 4-1 win. Yasin, who's not here, said 3-1. John, you said 2-0. I don't know how you thought Clean we would concede. <laughs> yeah, no. but yeah, Emre said two one win. Sali said three one, and uh, our kangaroo said two one win as well. And basically, everyone that said win He's a winner. Got a point. point. Yeah, got a point for our uh, local prediction table. Um, and I was the closest, I guess, with four one.
2: That's still a point, boy.
1: Yeah. I need those three points, man. Salih is going up and up. Don't try to relegate at the point. Don't try to cheese extra <laughs> points from that. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> not. I'm not. <laughs> you, you guys can look as well. So, this is for performance. Um, going towards that first XY. Let's have a look. We started out with Marcao and Nelson, as usual, on the left back. No Amar Bayram got finally. Finally, I think they listened to us last episode, especially Torrent, and then put in Van Arnold after all that complaining.
2: Definitely, bro.
1: On the right, we see Omar. Very surprising not to see Sasha boy. And our midfield duo, not Thailand and Pulgar, but Thailand and Berkan. And then up front, we got Kerem on the left, Chikuldao in the mid, Emre Klinch on the right, and then Momo starting up front. So quick recap, first half, there were five yellow cards, three, gar- three yellow for Galatasaray, one goal by Getson, and one goal by Patrick van Aanholt. Second half, no subs, six yellow in total, three for Risespor, which made one red because of two yellows, and then three yellows for Galatstray. Four goals in the second half, completely different game. Three for Gala and one for Rizespor, And two pens we had in the second half as well. The first one, Gomi's missing. Second one, Babel scoring. A proper Dutch night, I would say, for Galatasaray today. <laughs> Just how you like it. <laughs> yeah, I think Yasin was complaining about uh, me loving the Dutch, but uh, <laughs> huh? look who's here now. <laughs> yeah, the Dutchies got it done for us today. Yeah, can't even defend himself now, Yasin. <laughs> Powerless. so let's start with coach john how'd you find us first half second half general remarks that you had for this game
4: yeah so uh first half um you know we started really fast i thought we were flying right out of the gate we had that high press going as well right from the beginning i thought we were doing well with that um right at the beginning of the match too in the second minute we were pressing uh, Rize. We were trying to build out of the back. Berkan was pressing really high, and he sort of forced a turnover there. And we had um, Momo in the bo- uh, in the box with the ball, and he decided uh, to lay it off. I think to Emre, who sort of went wide. Uh, and that was in the second minute. So I think we kind of caught them off guard with that really high press. Um, but yeah, I mean in in terms of the first uh first half I thought we played well. That high press and stuff lasted for about 15 minutes I think and then after 15 minutes uh we settled in a bit more and we're trying to build and stuff like that. And uh a big positive that I had um this week opposed to the other weeks the last time I was on uh in episode 6 that we did, I was saying I was really frustrated with the uh really good spells of possession that, you know, didn't have any purpose to them, though. I was really annoyed with that. But I felt like today when we had when we were keeping the ball, it, there seemed to be a bit more purpose. Like we were playing forward a lot more and a little bit more direct, which I was glad to see. So hopefully there's a bit more of a balance in that regard coming. Um, and of course, you know, we can't talk about the first half without uh, mentioning the two goals. Obviously, I think we all knew in the seventh minute, Jedson just... Sprinkled some magic all over the pitch. Absolutely ridiculous free kick. we pretty sure everyone saw that coming. We knew he was going to score against us. And then uh, Van Anholt scored in the 40th minute. Right-footed shot on his weak foot, which was great. Outside the box, bottom corner to tie. So that was good. Uh, What did you guys think about the first half?
1: Can I ask you? Yeah, sure. You you said the difference between last game and now that we had more possession and actually did something with the possession. Don't you think that's because Rizespor just couldn't press just like Gustave did against us?
4: Yeah, I think we caught them off guard a little bit. Like, when the match started, uh, we were flying. I don't know if you guys felt the same, but we we Mm -hmm. had such a fast pace going. And that high press, I think, really caught them off guard. Like, they didn't really know what to do or how to build out of the back. And we probably could have scored, like I said, in the second minute with that big chance there. Um, But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, they're playing, of course, a lot different than... um, the last opponents we played in the last few matches so i don't know take that however you will but i did think we were keeping a better balance of possession and purpose this match i did feel that way
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah it is true that when i was watching i felt exactly the same like the first five to ten minutes there was so much hunger from our players they were just sprinting and pressing all over the place and indeed in the first what five ten minutes we were already had like Three, four shots. We hit the post as well. uh, Once. I don't know, man. It was really... I felt like we're we're really trying to, you know, get a result here. And then after that, you know... uh, Rizet broke through once. They countered us. Then we fouled... uh, We fouled a player and they got a free kick. Gets on, netted that one in. An absolute worldie. As most of these teams do against us. Yeah. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) unfortunately i mean ba- based on you know overall match xg like riza only had 0.3 and it got two goals out of that 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 should tell you something right oh my god story um, of yep hmm? good it's look story we did have Gosserai. two pens. yeah we did have two pens. ours was higher but yeah theirs was really low you know
1: yeah they only just... had two opportunities to be honest and they didn't they scored those and that's it and Getson was very key for Rizespor for sure mm-hmm. That's
0: and, what I wanted and looking to touch on.
1: yeah looking yeah. at Getson Emre like do you regret not having bought Getson cuz well by now of everyone course. should know Beşiktaş bought Getson in one day they closed the deal and sold him well rented him rented Getson to Rizespor yeah loaned
2: of course dude check this out apparently in our midfield Vatican and Thailand, they only won two and three respectively, you know, one-on-one situations. Whereas Jetson by himself, yeah, by himself, won 18 out of 28. Mm -hmm. Just himself. And he was key for that midfield. He stopped so many attacks of ours. He pushed Riza forward. He's very, like, fast too. He can dribble with the ball. And, like, our players can't really do that. He also has vision. He scored. When's the last time you have seen Thailand or Badcon score? I'm not saying Badcon is bad. I mean, before you know, Yasin comes and you know murders me in my sleep talking about Badcon, but he's no <laughs> Jetson.
1: Yeah, he's been That's underperforming <laughs> lately for sure. I mean, if you look at Jetson, I think you should mention also that Badcon and Thailand both had like forty uh, touches with the ball. Jetson had seventy-two, which is a mm-hmm. big difference as well. And I hate to say this, but that deal that you didn't sign with Jetson, that's going to bite our ass for a very, very long time. I mean, he has like a four or five year contract with Bishik This mm-hmm. is not the last time we're going to see Jetson like this. And uh, it's going to hurt every time. It's going to hurt every it's time. It's going
2: to hurt. But I think we'll eventually get over it because, I mean, we found Jetson, right? We'll find another player eventually. It's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. having and to go off. through that whole process of not finding another player. That's, that's going to hurt the most.
3: But eventually yeah, about, we'll find that player. And about the Jetson thing, you could also see it uh, right from the get go as well. Um, we, whenever he got the ball, doesn't matter which player it was, like everyone tried to basically tackle him. But he was also the most fouled player uh, during this match as well. I believe receiving like I don't know twelve to thirteen yeah. fouls in total. Like mm-hmm. it was crazy. Not you, only just Thailand, it was Thailand or Berkan or Chikolau. You know, yeah. everyone just tried to get him down, get him off the ball because they know that he is. By far their best player. Yeah. You have their... no
4: you have no choice. Like there's literally no other choice. A player with his mm-hmm. ability and his talent, like if you if you allow him to play with the ball, then he's gonna shred you. Like it's as simple as that. That's why like mm-hmm. uh I I didn't like before the match, just talking with you guys and stuff in our in our chat, I was I said um, I knew I knew he was gonna come and show his quality today. And the second, he, the, I think it was the first time he got the ball, he made a really, really good run right down the middle of the pitch. And I was like, okay, do you know what? Every time this kid touches the ball, we need to foul him or stop him in I some way. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the only way. It's the only way. He's such a good player. And like, he's not the most physical player, but he does, in my opinion, make up for that with his technical ability. Like, he has speed, beautiful touch, beautiful passing, beautiful vision. He's a fantastic player. It's devastating we weren't able to bring him in. But, um, you know, that's that's the only way to play against a guy like that. You have to frustrate him. And every time, you have to, you have to take him out of the match. You have to remove him entirely. You know, bring you him down every time he gets the ball. We did that. And we more or less took him out of the match, right? Like, the free kick, what can you do? He scored an unbelievable goal. But other than that... He got uh, that himself as well, huh? Yeah, that's right. He won the free kick as well, yeah. So... I'm happy we approached it that way because, like I said, if you let him play with the ball, he's going to create. Like That's inevitable. Mm -hmm. He's going to create for his team. Um, So, you know,
0: he was frustrated.
4: There were some comments after the match as well. He was calling out uh, Marcao and uh, Babel. He had a cut on his leg and he was saying, made some comments and stuff. He was frustrated, but, you know, it is what it is. That's football, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Ryan Babel replied.
1: I think he said, what do you have to say? And he showed, like, his cuts. and. Babel replied saying, well, that's what you have to do against good players, yeah. bro. And then Marcao also replied back and said, that's the football. What can I do sometimes? <laughs> yeah, except for the last part. As, sport, as a yeah. wise man once said. Yeah. yeah. How did you find Thailand today, uh, John?
4: Um, well, there was one thing I did like... Um, and that was what I just mentioned about. Uh, he he had a a pretty good battle going with Jetson. He he broke him up a couple times, which is good. Fouled him uh, on the break a few times. So he 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 read the room, as the kids say. He he understood the assignment, you know. So he did well mm-hmm. there. Um, but without
3: I, getting booked as well until like the very last minute. That,
4: yeah, that's right. That's what I mean. He did a very good job at that. So I was happy to see that. But uh, I I don't know, man. Like everything else he does is uh. He just doesn't do anything very standout. He's just there, you know, so it was an okay performance, I guess. I don't really have too much to complain. Just to give him credit on that
1: last, uh, not the last goal, but before that, where we basically Tiki Takat mm-hmm. and Patrick van Aanholt scored. He gave that long ball from the right to the left initially, mm-hmm. uh, which started that whole uh, situation. So, So that's, it's. I'm happy to see he can still do those long balls at least. So. Yeah,
2: that's the only mm-hmm. thing I know him to be able to do, like well. Yeah, he's he shown like, that a couple. He had times. goals like like he had assists that like you know, he would lob that ball over the defense. Yeah. And like someone like Figuli and he would just like tap it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the rest thing, of his qualities. Yeah.
1: Another thing about Alexandru Chicolau, I wanted to note as well that in my Opinion and what I observed, like Gatson basically also covered Chikildao a lot, like in the defense at Rizespor. And I felt like he immobilized Chikildao a bit. And uh, that's why we haven't seen much this game from Chikul Dao And at the same time, like you said, he also was paired up with uh, Thailand. So just shows how good of a game he had. I wonder what his score was actually. Who? Um, Gatson? Yeah. I see, I had a quick look and I see it's like on Sofa score, it's like 7.6. It's it's fairly good, I guess.
2: For a team that lost 4-2, I think, that's still that's pretty,
1: pretty decent. Good. <laughs> yeah, and, and their goalkeeper wasn't that bad. He made a lot of
4: saves as well, I think. Um, so One penalty save and one really good save on uh, Marcao as well. That was a nice save, uh, sort of a sprawling leg save. Oh yeah, that was so good. Yeah, that Man, was a good I one. Really last ditch attempt. Going. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I I was hoping Marcal would put that in. Ha, did he? Has he scored yet? And I don't think he has. Has he this season? Like, no. Like, like well, just overall. In, I think he scored once. Just once, maybe. Yeah. Overall, yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, I was hoping uh, last week uh, Nelson put one in. This week, if Marcal put one in, <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> I would have liked to see that.
1: Yeah. So, what did you guys think of the decision to let Gomes take that first penalty?
2: A mistake. We've said We're it going- time and time again. It should be Yeah. I don't know. I. I even last. Um. The last game that Gomes took two penalties, I was not convinced. He didn't look like he was like really like, you know, confident when he takes these penalties because he like asses it, and I'd rather Gijaldao take these penalties. Because these are important penalties that you need to be taken, and he has a good track record, whereas Gomez does not. And I'm glad they let Bobel take the second penalty because I don't know if he could have handled a second miss
4: there. Yeah, um, yeah. Though, Those Those, uh, those penalties, the the ones he took last game, though, they weren't really the best quality penalties. Like they were uh, actually he, bad. He said that, been, yeah. yeah <laughs> like he scored them, but it wasn't really the best quality and. You mentioned Babel as well. I saw he mentioned, Babel mentioned after the match that him and uh, Gomis have been, pra- they practiced that after training, taking penalties. So when we got the second one, Gomis gave, uh, gave him the nod to say, go ahead and take it. So and he scored it. I think one point I have to make on this one is like, I think I said this last time as well.
1: I'm usually against players that just got subbed in, are cold, haven't warmed up really to the ball, to the game that these type of players then have to take a penalty. I'd rather have someone take a penalty who's been there from the start, already into the game, already knows how the ball feels at his feet. Yeah. And usually that shows a much better result, is basically what I was thinking when Gomez took that pen. Of course, Bobble took the second pen, which he got subbed in as well, but still got to play a bit more, so maybe a bit more warmed up than Gomez, so... In any case, the Dutchies are usually good with penalties. Like, it's what they learned from <laughs> academy. <laughs> yeah, no, Yasin to bash on me <laughs> this game, <laughs> this podcast. So, all free to uh, lash out on anyone I want. Yeah. Which brings me to Pena. How do you guys feel about Pena? Do you think he's Gese level or not? I. I mean,
3: I mean <laughs> I, look, 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 look at the two goals he conceded. Right, like two worldies. The 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 shot from Boyd as well. That that's not savable that's like right in the like right top corner uh, he most did Lera what he could had to do it. <laughs> I mean Peja did what he had to do he came out when he's he short. had to um, however I did note and I'm not I'm not sure if it necessarily has to do with the quality keeper I guess it does but there, I think uh, he's had like two shots and yeah most of the shots came from outside of the box but for like some real power and he didn't really catch those like it mm-hmm. bounced off him twice and if there was a reason player close by he could have you know maybe done something with it that's the only criticism i have also uh i think john i mean i'm gonna steal something you said in the group but i think he gave away the ball for no reason in the first half as well like he just kicked it out yeah i don't know why Not he did that, that. But that was the that was the first and only f- uh, time he did that. Yeah,
4: so. it was the first time I've seen him do that. Cause like I I I have before, and I still am praising his ball distribution. I think he's the like better than pretty much anyone we've had. Like his passing, his his pass um, completion percentage is I would imagine really high. Cause th- that was what you just mentioned, Saudis. Probably the only time I've seen him kick the ball away. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, which is really good. But like. D- do you watch him play, and do you feel? Do you ever feel nervous watching him play? Like I'm always so confident when we, whether we're playing the ball back to him, when he has the ball, like I just always feel calm, you know. And I can't say the same about anyone else. Like obviously, other than well, Muslera, Ismail Jip is not a very high bar to uh, overachieve, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean,
3: if I if I would have to compare, I think. Like, shot-stopping-wise, still, we haven't seen that much. Because, again, these two goals, I don't think, are really saveable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think shot-stopping-wise, Slater probably still edges it, you know. He's yeah, definitely better, most likely, also due to his experience. But with his feet, so far from what we've seen, even in the short sample size, I think Peña does indeed look more comfortable, not as shaky when he has the ball. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess it has to do with just he's a, ba- a Barca being product. Taught, yeah, Barca product and again there's this thing about modern goalkeepers right uh being better with the ball. I guess Muslera is more of a old school shot stopper in a way. He's decent with the I ball too know. though. Yeah. Yeah. No, is, I don't say he's yeah. bad necessarily. I think just Peña is looks better
4: on the yeah.
0: ball.
2: Yeah. I, John, I agree. to go back to what you were saying. Um Peña had two out of six accurate long balls and Normal passes, 14 out of 18 successfully completed.
4: Like today, you mean? Or? Today, this match, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not surprising. I, I think that was today's match was probably the worst, but even though it was the worst, he wasn't bad at all, in my opinion. You know? Mm-hmm. That just, like, I think that shows how good he was in the other matches then. Because that, that's not crazy. Like, two out of six long passes is like, okay. You know, most
2: keepers mm-hmm. don't even achieve that
4: at all. Yes. Kind of so even though this was the worst, it's still decent. And like, like, I just, can't, I can't even think about a time where I was like, oh, come on, Pena. Like you could have done better. Like, it's like exactly what Saadi said. The two goals they scored today were like rockets. Like even that second goal they scored, I don't, I don't really know if he could have done better. He was Tyler Boyd stuck that pretty good in the corner. You know, it was a, that was a decent mm-hmm. shot. So I don't yeah, know. I'm happy both with Pena. bangers. Yeah. Bangers. Both you know? bangers yeah indeed like always would you guys yeah would you
1: guys prefer the different option than thailand Berkan in the midfield that we had today you mean pulgar yeah maybe pulgar or oh. i don't know
3: yeah i, I think DM? Mm. <laughs> no. I, I don't
4: i don't think that's necessary anymore with uh pulgar i'd like to see uh i'd like to see eric in there and i, I was actually surprised like this was a pretty uh, aggressive match, I think, too. Like, Pulgar would have got stuck in a lot today, I think. Um, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, maybe a player like him, maybe he would have he even got sent off, you know. Self- Over who, though? <laughs> Thailand or Berkan? Um, Thailand,
2: probably, for me.
4: I, I think I Thailand. think yeah. most of the time... Same. Uh, most of the time, Thailand. But today, I probably would have taken out Berkan. Uh, uh, I,
1: I totally disagree with that. Berkan, even though... He might be incompetent at scoring goals. He might be incompetent in some of the passes. He is the dynamo
4: <laughs>
1: of, of the midfield. And, and I think, yeah, the so, workhorse
4: of the midfield. So, you know, everyone's main point and w- one of my main points as well for Berkan is everyone says his work rate and how much he works and stuff, right? But today, Thailand ran more than him. Yeah, but was it efficient runs? Well, Where was he running to? Well, the thing is, the, the reason why I said I'd rather have Tylon in there is because I thought Thailand did a good job at uh, maintaining Jedson when they were one-on-one. Maybe, maybe Berkan mm-hmm. did the same thing and I didn't notice as much as Tylon, but I noticed Tylon more. And in today's match, that was key. That was absolutely key. So if you had another player there that wasn't managing Jedson as well, he probably would have just ran a muck on us, right? But uh, but I don't know. Those are in, it's not even that much of a discussion. Like, and I think anyone would be fine with either <laughs> Berkan or Thailand coming out. I think everyone wants to see Eric in for one of them at the end of the day, right? We bought Pulgar because he was ready,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. That's why we didn't buy Jetson because he wasn't ready, apparently. So that's the odd thing as well.
3: Oh, I would also say um, Pulgar in for Thailand actually. Because Berkan, he wasn't really playing as a DM, was he? He was pretty up high on the pitch. That's right, Tynan yeah. played more like an anchor, and I think Pulgar could... Again, we haven't seen too much. I mean, the guy hasn't played like proper minutes, but... um, He could probably take over a timeout spot, but again, credit where it's due. I think he did well in pocketing uh, Getson, and just... That was pretty much his job, Just, just try to annoy him and just try to not make him play. He did, he did pretty well on that and mind you without getting booked because in the first half we didn't mention it yet but uh, what was the ref called again? Umit Öztürk I think yeah he gave like yellow cards like it was nothing for a period like I think within, yeah. a, <laughs> within a span of <laughs> the like 10 half. minutes we got three yellow cards in a row and for nothing yeah I know, and not even for I would say the craziest falls uh, mm-hmm. maybe Omar's was but like Ah, uh, Emir Klinch, from what I remember, and Mustafa. I don't think those were as harsh. Yeah, but yeah. See, like you made yeah. you made a
4: point, uh, Sali, that um would influence your answer to that question that Samet asked us, right? Like he said, would you rather Berkan or Thailand come out for Eric, right? But mm-hmm. um, you made a good point. You have to you have to take into consideration what we were trying to achieve tactically. Like you mentioned, how high Berkan was playing. And uh, when Riza were trying to build out of the back, we, there were some times, if you look back, it almost looked like we were in a four four two. Like, that's how high Berkan was next to uh, Momo pressing. Mm-hmm. Like, he was so high up the pitch. So if that's what the game plan was, if that's what we were trying to achieve tactically, then yes, um, mm-hmm. I would rather have Tylon come out uh, because we need Berkan for, for that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a good point and something to keep in mind as well
1: and for emre maybe because um, last game we discussed ryan babel or morutsan mm-hmm. how did you rate babel today and would you rather have seen morutsan still there um morutsan he was not added to the bench right but
2: if you're just asking me if i would see him i would see right? him yeah. hypothetically honestly i'm surprised with babel he actually mm-hmm. changed the dynamic of the whole game. For once yep. in my life, I get got to witness this.
4: Yes. Yep. Dutchies.
2: <laughs> the Dutchies came in clutch today. Honest mm-hmm. to God. Yeah. They came in clutch. Ababo just brought a lot of dynamic dynamic like movement to the midfield. Like he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was pushing. He was like doing one-twos with everybody. He was defending. Mm-hmm. I I've never seen a Babel this motivated.
1: Yeah, I feel like we tr- got the the babble from Besiktas somehow.
2: Exactly, he's actually beating players on one v's and going into the box, mm-hmm. crossing. I like,
3: it's like brand new to me. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> I was also really surprised to see that. Not gonna lie, he w- he was beating his man, and indeed, his passes were good. All in all, his game was yeah pretty good. He's you know sometimes he does like take a poor decision, but it's football. No players. Perfect. We don't have a messy there. It's Babble in the end. But I was also really surprised at how well he did. Um, and as you can see, I think torn listened to us. Getting him in as a sub does wonders. Not starting him seems to be. Uh,
0: yeah,
3: I think that's the, <laughs> the that's, that's the
4: only option. I think right. Like he's. I wouldn't rely on him as a starting player. But I think like we saw today. Obviously, evidently, he can be impactful coming off the bench, right? Um, <laughs> I think he sh- that should be his, uh, his role. Um, but I mentioned as well uh, to, you, to you guys privately, uh, I would like to see another winger um, brought in or transferred this summer. I, I do think we need someone with a little bit more quality on the other end of uh, Kerem. Um, if, we can af- if we can afford to bring another foreigner, obviously I would rather do that. Um, but what do you, do you like? Do you guys agree? I, I mean, I think we're a little bit thin in terms of good quality on the other side.
1: Are you forgetting we're getting back Unusagun?
4: Yeah, I am. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, if in that, in that case, I don't mind seeing him in Kerem then. Um, and he's Turkish. So. Yeah, yeah, because he's just we'll been. Uh, he's been on fire. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that I would like to see that. Hopefully that works out. If that doesn't work out for whatever reason, then we will we, we will need to make a transfer. But. Uh, yeah, he's been on fire, so that's exciting.
2: We're also losing uh, Babel and Figuli this this summer, right? Their mm-hmm. contracts are ending. So we yeah, tri- they're talking tri-
1: about extending Figuli. I don't know uh, if they
4: can uh, agree on the terms, though. That's gotta be like cut, dude. Like yeah, more than half. more than half. Like he's making just unbelievable amounts of money. That's
3: so ridiculous. He's like our second highest earner, right? I think after Muslera. I think it's yeah, early.
4: yeah.
2: But goalie was good today too, actually He
1: brought a lot to the table as well Assisted Gomez Yeah, that's second half And before going to the second half maybe I wanted to make a point about The stadium, the atmosphere And I think How many percentage fullness Did the stadium reach? I think John knows
4: that, he looked it up
3: I think we had like 35k Yeah, it was
4: around 35,000 in the stadium That's right
1: and to highlight, uh, in Turkey, with Paso League and the vaccinations, they have a oh mandatory boy. vaccination as well for, um, for getting into the stadium. So people actually went and got their third vaccination just for this game, which shows as well uh, how good, good that was. And we gave away 10 tickets for the game ourselves uh, via Twitter. So if you don't follow us yet, do it at Lions 10 gs <laughs> But yeah, no, the stadiums were packed. It was a good atmosphere. Luckily, we won. I don't know what would have happened if we didn't. And then um, yeah, we can check the second half. So, second half, uh, Emre. You said Faguli. You liked Faguli a lot this time. I think he was pretty good, decent.
2: You know, it's not like your usual Faguli, usual Faguli, who just wanders around the midfield doing nothing. He was defending. He passing. It was
1: Kandil Gecesi I know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Always gonna throw in that Islam jab in there
1: <laughs> It's what makes him perform bro
3: Yeah he was pretty yeah.
4: active He was pretty active I agree And uh, I think the uh, moment that we were all stunned and left in awe Was the Patrick Van Anholt goal um, I suppose you can say torrent ball um, tiki taka, the definition of tiki taka, maybe that was just surely that has to be the best goal we've scored this year. It has to be, no? I think it's on par with uh the goal we scored against um, was it Lokomotiv.
2: against Lokomotiv? Yeah,
4: away that one was uh, uh, yeah. One touch passes, right? uh yeah, 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 with that splitting pass, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. That From was very good. yeah, this was more of like um. Actually, I don't know which one is better on the eyes to look. I think this one, no? This one is be- nicer to look at, I think. It's deep in the pockets and being able to pass in those
1: tight spaces. Yeah, and that's, exactly. Yeah, that's very good. That's that's something else. That's Ajax level for me. Yeah. And I love Ajax doing that. So, yeah, that was amazing. The difference between
2: the two goals is that when Moscow, they were pressing us, you know, and we were able to quick pass our way yeah. into their goal, whereas yeah. Rize. They were just sitting back defending ten men in the box, and we were able to open them up with that tiki-taka mm-hmm. ball. Yeah, I I don't know those two goals for me. They're both different, but they're yeah. like goaded for me this year. Yeah, if we can this do season, both I should say.
1: for the full ninety minutes. Okay, oof, that's all I want.
2: <laughs> Champions League, here we come. <laughs>
1: yeah, the credits though to Figuli there in how he put that pass to. Patrick van Aanholt, so he could easily basically waltz in to the goal.
3: Mm-hmm. And also, I do this especially then for Yasin when he listens. Also credit to Berkan for giving that pass to Faguli. <laughs> the pass before. But, uh, yeah, ev- everyone, pass. In, everyone, everyone, in, basically.
4: everyone involved in that. That was excellent. That was so good, mm-hmm. man. I, I was shocked to see that. Like, I did not expect us to score a goal that way. Like, the goals we've been scoring lately have been kind of... Like, I don't want to say cheese goals, but kind of, like, penalties and, you know, like, stuff like this. But mm-hmm. that was, like, oh, my God. That was amazing. That was high-level stuff. I'll say it this.
2: Uh, let me just make this quick point. When The thing that I like about this team, it's making a bounce bounce back. When we're down, our guys are pressing still. They're not losing hope like they used mm-hmm. to. They're not just giving the game away anymore. They're trying their best to score. And I loved seeing that from the team today, even when they were down and after they missed the penalty. So that's, that's one thing I wanted to point out.
1: Yeah, I think their stamina is very high. Like, there's definitely, you can see the increase in their condition and stamina.
2: Not only just condition, but like spirit as well, you know, like... Mentally. Playing with Ru. <laughs> well, Torrin
4: <laughs> made him- a... Torrent made a point for that as well. He he, when he first got to the team, he made that comment about them tact like the tactic comment about us not being good tactically. And he also made another comment saying the 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 physical level of the team is very low. And I think it was last week uh, he mentioned that uh, we've in his opinion we've improved in that in that regard quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And I I agree. I I think we're seeing some improvements there. And uh, look, I mean. We haven't lost in the league since... Uh, it's been over a month. We, la- we lost mm-hmm. last on January 23rd against uh, Trabzon. <laughs> since then, we have two ties and two wins. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. Say what you will about Torrent and this and that and how we play. But he came at a really difficult time. He did. He doesn't have the best squad right now. The team's morale was low. The club is in, was in chaos, still is in a little bit of yeah. chaos. And, you know, yeah. I don't know, man. Two draws, two wins in the last four games. Uh, You know, that's not too bad. I don't know.
3: Let's word it better. Unbeaten in February. There you go. There you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, I I think we've said this before. We need to give Torrent time. We need to be patient. He's new. He needs to settle things out and do things. Even though I've been criticizing him for basically all matches. And I, I still do. I think today... Wasn't that great first half-wise. Second half, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But the first half was terrible. And if Rize won today with that goal from Getson, imagine what would have happened. Would we be speaking like this today? Disaster. Would Twitter be all positive like this today? <coughs> what would happen with Torrent? <laughs> what would the board do? It's funny it's mm-hmm. you mentioned the
2: board. Won. Even after we won, they were still chanting... Uh, Resign, resign. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is- Because he's been lying. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's a fact. And, and I'm not just saying this. Because a lot of the things that Burak Almas has been saying has turned out to be a lie. And you can see that, again, we're still he- in shambles. He needs to pick up the board and mm-hmm. make something out of it. Because like like I said, even when we talked about Ozon and uh, not even a get well soon message and also Ahmed yes. Yeah, nothing like I don't think we have any managers left in the building that can say do this do that it's just people trying to keep up with the work but Torrent
2: yeah. has been very influential on Burak el because let's say he didn't win today his ass would have been on fire but Torrent literally gave him another shot because they're going into a, a, a meeting soon in March, and that's going to mm-hmm. be brutal for this board. Yeah. So from this point on, I Torrent bought him and himself basically a good lifeline because this match and last match were must-win matches.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Can I also say something about uh, post-match re- interviews? Burhan mm-hmm. Korkmaz, who we all know, been a great player for Galatasaray, has said to the media the penalty that was given to us if it was against galatasaray would that have been given i leave that open for discussion for the media i find that a bit lame he also said like Galatasaray were playing very uh, rough and fall a lot Mm
0: -hmm. but this guy
1: (laughs) yeah basically very aggressive but this guy was the most aggressive defender
4: i know Back in his
1: days. exactly. <laughs> so <I> found... <laughs> inexperienced, so I fun. Inexperienced,
4: emotional manager. That's what that is. Yeah, inexperienced yeah. and emotional, and he's upset they lost the match. That that's all that is. Because that guy is just trying more, to
3: find an excuse.
4: That guy is like the biggest brute, like gladiator I've ever seen in my life, and he's making mm-hmm. comments like I, I don't know. He's just being emotional, I guess. And,
3: and also, fall wise, I don't really feel like we've fouled like way more than them. They also were playing, you know, dirty in a way. I mean, we both were. It was just a very intense match. We were both just going at We it. just happened to foul one player very consistently. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we did foul a lot, but it was only focus on one player, which was Getson, which was smart, because, you know, he's their only good, good player, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's indeed a bit lame. I don't think we necessarily fouled a lot harder. We were playing really dirty, the three yellow cards we got in the beginning, in my opinion, were kinda you know BS. Uh after that, who else got? I think Pena for time wasting, which is you know, part of the game, even though you may not like when it goes against you. And uh I think Thailand yeah, Thailand got one very late as well, but ah, just I don't know, just just I would say to Bulent, just mm-hmm. forget about just going with it, just focus on staying up. Uh um, yeah. I would say chill bro. Now. Yeah, exactly. Just 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 move on, man. They weren't playing good. Yeah. I don't think they can really say that like that if we didn't foul as much that they would have won somehow because they were just taking shots from outside of the box. They did have the ball but they didn't create a lot. But that's his job as well.
4: If he's upset that mm-hmm. we're fouling his players or we're playing that style that type of game, it's your responsibility to find a way around that. Like, you know, w- w- so, yeah. w- w- I mean, w- however you want to do it. Like if you if you want to if you want to play that physic physical game right back, if you want to play more direct, more long, like you you have to figure that out. So if he's crying mm-hmm. and complaining about it, which like Samet said is the last person on planet earth that should be complaining about that uh, you know it's your job to figure it out you know mm-hmm. also we've committed
2: 19 fouls versus their 15 so it's not like it was one sided either like uh, Saleh mm-hmm. was saying but I don't know what he's yeah. crying about
1: that's, that's how uh, turkey salt. works bro <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, just salt <laughs> indeed yeah. salt being that shit
0: <laughs> hey
1: to wrap things up a bit we haven't talked about our wingers And our strikers. So I think I'll ask, um, yeah, what do you think about uh, Momo and uh, Gomes being subbed in? And and general performance of Karam versus Barış Alpar coming in. And of course, Emre Kalinj. We've talked enough about Babel. Dutchies rule. Mm. I
4: think, uh, yeah, I'll take it. I think um, I just have one thing to say about Momo. Um I would really like to see him play a little bit more selfish. It's just a little bit. Like that chance in the second minute, I would have liked to see him he brought the ball down which was good. I'd like to see him turn either direction and put it right on net. He laid it off to Emre but you know, you're that's your that's your job. As Salih loves when I say, that's your bread and butter, man. You're you know, <laughs> you're like where the penalty spot is with the ball. Turn, put it on net. So I'd like He's to see... him
3: like a false nine, almost.
4: Yeah, like I'd like to see him be... When he has the ball in those areas, I'd like to see him be a bit more selfish. That's really the only thing I have to say about him. Um, otherwise, you know, he, he it was a physical match. He adds physicality as well. I think the type of match we were playing today, I think that's uh, one of the reasons why Torrent went with uh, him to start the match was that press and that sp- speed and physicality mm-hmm. he brings. So fine with that. Uh, Gomez, we mentioned. Think- yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
3: Yeah, I think he was fasting. He also looked really hungry. He the did, of yeah. How much he pulled and how much he won the ball. Yes, offensively, maybe not as much. He indeed was not, you know, very selfish. He was fasting? He no, no. Just, just someone always anyway, bringing it back yeah. to some sort of religion. <laughs> he didn't get it anyway. <laughs> but his defensive effort and his work rate was really, really good, actually. It's too bad that he didn't, you know, find a lot of chance to, to you know, uh, take one in like do I I think he took one shot right and I think he hit the post that was him but the the crazy outside yeah, that, yeah 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 I know. outside that he, he, you know he mainly lead it off to you know our other players so that's all mm-hmm. I had to add but
1: who was man of the match for you Sally?
3: I mean there can only be one uh <laughs> our dutchie uh Van <laughs> Arnold, he has to I mean he has to um yeah. okay, the second goal obviously it's more of a tap in at that point, but the first one it was really crucial, you know it gave us hope again, scoring right before the first half ends, it keeps mm-hmm. morale up yeah um he, he came considering with that one yeah, exactly, also considering that first half we were better but not as good uh when when looking at our shots again, we only took like three shots inside of the box while the other six came from outside, so. Mm-hmm. One of his and for you, uh,
1: yeah. And for you, uh, Emre,
2: I think I'm gonna have to agree with uh Saleh. PVA, mm-hmm. the man, pretty the uh, myth.
1: Pretty, pretty unanimous. I think For I, don't know. Fall, <laughs> I guess. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. And, and,
3: yeah. and, and summit. If you would have to give a second, like a shout to a second player, who would you say? Because I think everyone would say Patrick because of his two goals, right?
1: mm mm-hmm. For me, um, I'm. <laughs> it's it's Dutch day today, man. I'd say Babel <laughs> and. And the reason I'm saying Babble is because the pen he took was very crucial. If he missed that, everything could have gone downhill. Could have been a completely different game. But even though it was a penalty, scoring that one in uh, completely changed the game, I think. For the better. Do you, do you guys your agree your that was a penalty?
2: Be? I think uh, for me, i Against be... Kedem.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. Or the one against... No, no, Gomez is
2: 100% penalty, but the one no, against Kedem.
1: I think nah, that was it a soft been. pen against Gomez.
2: Against Gomez, I don't think so. Yeah,
1: the the that goalie soft.
4: hit him when he didn't even have the ball. That, that's the yeah. that's the only like thing to say about it. Like he the, the keeper made the contact on him after he, you know, played the ball. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird penalties. I think even the other one on Kadam. Like with Kadam's position, that was hundred percent penalty. I think. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, I don't know, it's, it could go either way. Like, he definitely did make contact on Kerem's uh, right leg. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, of course, Kerem turned it into, like, a big show when he went down and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, some weird penalties. I, I think there's people on both sides of the fence for both penalties, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so
1: second man of the match. Saleh, you were saying that. Who's yours?
3: If I would have to give second... Come on, you're Dutch. I mean, for me, it, I mean, I don't like the admit it, but yeah, probably Babel. I mean, it could also be Marcao, to be fair. I also think he did pretty well, yeah, even yeah. though we conceded two. It were two worldies, right? Besides that, I think he did a good job defensively. But yeah, I would Always. say Babel. He was, he was the impact sub, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he added a lot to the game. I think Emmerich Lynch just this game, was a lot more quiet than uh, what we expect from him under our new manager. So yeah Babble did change the game. He added, as we mentioned a lot, you know, he added experience, he was pretty composed, and I don't know what happened in training this time, but he was just in general just playing way better. I was surprised to see that.: Pleasantly yeah. surprised, I should say.
1: I liked how they um, ran his rap music when he scored, and also,
0: <laughs>
4: of course, with Gomis as well. San oh, somebody. Did they actually play his rap music? I didn't I miss that. Yeah, they always do that. <laughs> oh my god, I missed that. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. What about you, John? Babel as the second man of the match. Anybody? Um, I was taking uh Markow. I was taking Markow, mm-hmm. but Babel is he okay. he he did make a difference when he came on. But yeah, Markow is uh I don't know. He's uh he's our brick wall man. He's good, and he had that one uh, block. I guess I can't remember uh, who was it that shot the ball, but he just sort of like ran across and made like a diving block almost. That was pretty clutch. He blocked one with his nuts. That that, that, that the that's mean? the
0: one. That's mm. the one, yeah. <laughs>
4: that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of yeah. looked away when I saw that. I thought for sure they were going to score and then he he got it done. So, yeah, that's my second. He's a beast. Yeah. Steel balls that guy. Yeah. he didn't show anything after that position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I got to uh, give it to Torrent, man. I think he's also <laughs> deserving Nah, hear me out. A second man of the match, Torrance?
0: Maybe even that third.
2: <laughs> you were mentioning that we weren't playing good, but the second half, he turned it around with his substitutions, man. And I'm yeah. one good thing point. I really like that he does with our strikers is that he allocates time really well to both our yeah, strikers. That's so true. both of them can mm-hmm. have some time. Because, like, Momo... Is there for the initial brute force, you know, when things are going fast and physical. Then he brings in Gomez for when they're, you know, kind of tired. And he's a he's a beast himself, but he just doesn't have that stamina. They can't hold him. When he Mm -hmm. was playing today, he was just ripping that defense apart because they were tired, you know, physically. And he was opening up so much space for players to move up, and he scored as well. So, props to uh, Torrent, man.
3: Yeah, good finish by the way. Good finish.
2: Yeah, good finish, good pass all around from Figuli. Mm-hmm. That was that's the thing with Figuli. He still has class, but everything around like that's himself is just not there.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. As if a I, last I, statistic, go ahead, Sonny. No, if I may just say something very random, what I do miss a bit, uh now that you talk about manager, what I do miss about uh, if I do have to say one thing that I miss about Fatatarium is is aura. I don't know. Whenever Torrent comes on TV, I'm like <laughs> I don't know who's this guy with his jacket and, and yeah. such. You know? He doesn't give me that confidence when you just look at him. I mean, obviously, we won the game, props to it, but Perez like that uh, proper Baba aura, you know? Porn <laughs> just doesn't have it.
1: Yeah, people love it or hate it, man. I, I can
2: just hope one thing that he does is just fix this defense because we haven't had a single clean sheet since he yes. arrived. That's and we it. knew
1: that was going to happen. Yeah, we, we
2: knew that from his track
3: record, right? We like,
1: discussed that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Should yeah. be a. Uh, a betting tip, I guess. We're not going to keep a clean sheet. Just do both teams to score. Christmas
4: Day. <laughs> I'm concerned. Christmas Day yeah. was the last clean sheet 2 0 against uh, Antalya. That was the last Our one. That
3: one win. And that's horrible run as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Europe
2: were undefeated and uh, barely conceded any goals. And now I'm concerned going against
3: Barcelona. It's going to be fun. Both have kind of bad defense and a mm-hmm. reasonable offense. So
1: to round things up. As a final stat, our average age was 25.9. Rizespor was 27.7, which is all right, I think. It's pretty so, young,
3: actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's good. No more 30 year olds like Falcao, 35.
2: Only 37 year old Gomis.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Babel, 35. After. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, you need some experience in there. Uh, as of all course. Right, so. All right. Did you have some final notes before we uh, round it up? Predictions, maybe? Um, yeah, I think that's a good one. And before we go to predictions, do we all agree to buy the backline jerseys? Marcao, Nelson. <laughs> oh, you know what we forgot? Sasha Boy. Ridiculous that he wasn't played. But we can uh, discuss that last time. So, John, you're getting Nelson, I'm getting Marcao?
4: Yep, yep. That's my, that's my guy. Nelson's my
1: guy, man. And uh, Yasin can take Omer Bayram, and then uh, <laughs> Sali can take Sasha Boy.
3: <laughs> I already have a jersey, man, but yeah. Not with a name, though. <laughs> and Sami can uh, get Thailand. No. Of
1: course. No, Please,
2: no, take Omer
4: Bayram. Take Omer Bayram.
1: Dutch no, is no, he's going to get Babble. 100%. I'm surprised
2: Yasin didn't get Badkon.
1: <laughs> nah, we still have to get it when we're in Istanbul, so.
0: <laughs>
1: hmm. All right, predictions, boys. We got a heavy round. Coming up, Konya Spor, afterwards Barcelona, afterwards Besiktas, and then again Barcelona, and then Antep. It's a crazy fixture, man. I don't know what's going to happen, but just for this time, Konya Spor predictions. What do you think we'll do? Saleh, let's start with you.
3: Um, Let me think. I know Konya haven't been really in form, actually, as of late. They've lost, I think. Their like, last the game. Last, yeah, the last game. And before that as well. Mm-hmm. Um... And we have been winning. However, I'm not going to be too optimistic. I'm going to say a 2-2 draw. I think we'll draw. I mean, they're the second in the league. There's a reason for that, probably. So, I'm going to go conservative here.
1: What about you, Emre?
3: Well, piggybacking off a solid
2: statement, they haven't been in good form. The last time they won was in uh, February 4th, and that's against Giresun at home. And they only beat them by one goal. It seems like whenever they do win, it's by one goal. So if they're good defensively, they'll win. But they they're not. They're conceding a lot. Um I think
0: it'll be I think it'll also be a draw. Two two. Two two for me as well. Dumb. What
1: about
4: you, John? Um so um Yes, I do think, actually, it's funny. I, I, My original prediction was 2-2, but everyone is saying that. I'm just going to say 1-1. Um, I'm <laughs> saying 1-1 because uh, Konya, they haven't lost at home this year. They're zero losses at home. They're a very good team uh, in their own stadium. Um, so I, I don't know if we're going to have enough quality to, to sort of break that, that streak they have going. So I do think it will be a draw just for the sake of being different. I'll say 1-1. Um and you know I, there could be a surprise I mean in the last four games I think they've conceded uh, I think it was 13 goals or something like that I don't know what's mm. going on over there I don't follow them that closely Um, but they're conceding goals left right and center so I wouldn't be surprised if there, if there was an upset you know and we break that streak but for now I'm gonna say uh, 1-1 okay. If, I, okay.
0: if
3: I may do a little fact check I just checked Konya apparently do have lost once, actually, this season. Oh, Sivas. So, uh, one and a half month ago. Yes. Yeah, Sivas. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's uh, Summit's favorite city, right?
1: <laughs> bro, that's uh, my top rack, man. <laughs>
0: His <laughs> ground I didn't soiled. want to say directly, but okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's fine. Uh, everyone is Sivasta, bro. Half of Istanbul is Sivasta, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
4: So still still, uh, very good at home, then. One loss all season. That's uh And it's 1 0. So. Very, very yeah. good at home.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to be uh, optimistic for a difference. Why? Be? Because um, even though I critique Torrent a lot and don't like our game, I think the team is steadily increasing their stamina, their condition, their understanding a bit more how Torrent wants to play the game. We've seen some slight hints of that today as well. And I'm going to say 3-1 win for Gala away Ooh. against a very tough point. Oh wow! Yep. Look at you. Yep. Optimistic Samo. Mm -hmm. All right. I did actually have a dream uh, yesterday, which I'm gonna save maybe for uh, next podcast. Very interesting dream. And um, cliffhanger. I think we can. Yeah, we can sign off with this. Like to thank our listeners. We've been gaining a lot of traction on Twitter and Instagram, so thank you for following us. And if you haven't already. Go to Twitter or Instagram and you can find us by searching on at thelionsdangs and wish you all a very pleasant week ahead. Have a good working day. Have a good day in general. Goodbye. Bye Bye, See ya.